welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about all 41 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I'm your host, Dune, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host... Vera, I'm the lovely co-host. How, um, how was your night's sleep? Weirdly intense. Like, I did wake up with my alarm, and then I just went back to sleep, and then suddenly it was noon. Mm. I was I was so tired, but now I'm awake. This is a, a breakfast recording. If we're being generous, sure. If we're being generous, you just said we you woke up at noon, so I don't think yeah, breakfast half, is the accurate uh, description. But it is half past one, and I'm still having my first coffee of the day. Yeah, yikes! We really need a dog, man. We really need something to drag me out of bed and out of the fucking house. At least as far as recording the podcast goes, we have been on a yeah, a yeah, a yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah, fire. Yeah, this is our last episode, right? And you know what's coming. The bangerini. Yes, indeed. I, uh, we have kept these for our very final episode of three songs. These three songs are all in the category of bangerini. These three bangerini. Are what? you okay? Huh? No, I'm awake. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for these bangers to wake me up. Exactly, because if you're still asleep, what, what better way to be completely shaken awake by some good old-fashioned bangers? Bangers. You were just reading an article. I was like, these are the, 40, the, the bookmakers' top 41. Yes, yes. Um, um, and of course, the Netherlands are, you know, slaughtered to win, which I mean, fine, but it should be Serhat. Um, but in their top 10, or in their top 5, there were still two songs that we haven't listened to yet. So of these three songs that we're gonna listen to, there are still three songs that, there are still two songs that might fucking win. It's It's possible. Um, I'm not going to tell you what they are. Um, no. Let's listen to them and see if you think uh, any of these could top should. the scoreboard or should top the scoreboard. I mean, none of them should because Serhat is going to win. Last year, we had a banger challenging uh, another banger for the win. Uh, I already mentioned her, Eleni Furera and Fuego. It stands to reason that um, that's why... There's a number of bangers that are predicted to do quite well. We know that Eurovision is cyclical, so it might make more sense for a ballad like the Netherlands uh, to win it over a banger. But you never know. We might get a double banger year. Um, and so um, let's listen to, I don't know what I'm saying. Let's listen to, but um, let's listen uh, to our first song out of these three bangerini and it's coming to us from the country that came second last year, Cyprus. Cyprus! You know, they got, they got very close. Their odds were, were rising very much uh, at the end of uh, last year. Uh, the rehearsals for Eleni Ferreira, you know, made everyone very hyped for her. And I was, I was all aboard the Fuego train uh, by the end there. I loved uh, that. It was just so, I so diva. I felt it so hard to find a country to root for last year. I think last year, for me, wasn't really like a standout year, because mm -hmm. I didn't really want to root for anyone, so I went rooting for Sara Alto from Finland, and like, did love that song, but 
I wasn't as excited about it as I am about a lot of songs this year. That's incredibly good. And let's see if we can get excited about Cyprus, because they are sending Tamta, who's uh, a pretty a pretty big name, uh, and her song is called Replay. So let's see if they can replay last year's success. This is the Cypriotic entry for Eurovision 2019, Tamta and Replay. take from me today. I, I, I would like you to elaborate, I guess. I, I would like to follow so through. so formulaic. It's basically just like, it's just fuego again. You know, color in the lines. You get the, the overall structure of the song, you get the beat, and then you just have to like kind of push the lyrics in there. And then it's the same song every fucking time. This is so boring. This is such a nothing song. There's nothing there's nothing new or original about it. Sure, yeah. There's um, no personality in this. Okay. At least Fuego woman had like the big hair and like really fucking went for the dance. Yeah. She's just like in trash chic outfits sure. posing um, next to like weirdly dressed people and like, I'm not here for that so I don't know how much Fuego went on the dancing from the music video I don't think I liked Fuego as much like, that's, the, that's the thing it, it's Fuego really came alive on stage on, on stage at the live performance and that's um, a, a good dance and, and pop track like this comes alive um, on the stage. Sure, but I don't know how much life there is to blow into this song. It's not good, you guys. I don't like it. That's entirely your prerogative. If this I mean, I'm is not... a song that could be like a hit, and I would hit, like a hit that is on all the time, and mm -hmm. it's super fucking annoying. Because you don't like it, but it's on in every shop or like yeah, everywhere I mean, you just, go. Just watching every... the watching the welders and and people in the video working on on things and like that is apt because the the song is workmanlike. It is composed exactly according to the building blocks of of how you would make a song like this. Yeah, it is. Um, it is competent in that way. It is exactly like you said. This could very much be a hit. This could be on the radio in random places where you go. Um, it, it has the, the crossover appeal that Fuego did. But again, we are a year after Fuego. And it just, to not only you, but to everyone, it is the same song. It is. Uh, that is not a controversial statement to okay, make. good. Because, yeah, it, it quite obviously is Fuego on replay. It's literally called replay. It's like, well, let's replay what we did last year. You need Fuego on replay. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, and, you know, you need this song on replay a few times to to get into it. Um, uh. And, like, that's not something you need to 
make an effort for um, because yeah, you're gonna end up hearing this a few times and then kind of maybe come around to it because it's like yeah, it it does it does kind of slap it it does bang it a little bit. Doesn't even slap. Okay, so it doesn't slap, but it's a banger. Um, it is a banger. It does slap. So regardless of whether or not it sounds like Fuego, it's been chosen to open the first semi-final. This is the oh. first song of Eurovision. Uh, Good, because it, it's forgettable. It opens with a banger. That's how that's how we do it. And there's still that question of, like, do we open on a high point, or do we open on, like... A forgettable song. It's like that thing that, they, that comedians say about putting together a, a set of jokes, is you start with your second best joke. And you end, and with, you your end best with your best joke. joke. Yeah. So you you start really good, but you you yeah you don't waste your best joke. You keep that for the end, mm. um, which is why the first semifinal is being closed out by Serhat. Yes. Yes. So the old adage is true. It's true. Everyone vote for Serhat instead of this, which is nothing. And um. Like I said, something like this, um, it, it really depends on whether it comes alive on stage, and regrettably, it has not. Yeah, I think this woman is, like, too cool to do anything that's, like, actually good on she, stage. I, I quite like the way it looks. Uh, there's some interesting things there, but it's not what people have expected. I think um, it's very black and white on stage, and people wanted something more colorful. I think um, so. So that's why, even though it was um, pretty high up there before rehearsals, this has dropped a lot. Oh, okay. A lot of the times when you're trying to be cool, you misinterpret being cool as just not putting any energy or life into anything. Yeah, and that's not to and say this doesn't just... have energy. I don't think it's... it's. Um... I felt like this had, didn't have mm. okay. energy. Well. It had a beat that you can make sitting at your computer. Like, most songs do these days, and that's fine. But, like, it has a beat that you make sitting on your computer and not really be like, ooh, this is a great beat. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. just like, so I, I made a beat, and it's hard, and it's fast, and, you know, it'll work for this song. Yeah. There's no love energy sure. injected. <laughs> well, and, and the thing is, there's so many songs this year where you do just feel the, the passion for the specific song. Yeah, where... say na-na-na. Where you're, you're very no, you can notice that someone cares for performing that specific song. Um, in a lot of cases, it has to do with the people performing the song having also written the song. This year, for me, I think it's extremely obvious that Arcade, uh, Soldi, Hot Rhythm Sigra, yeah, uh, Say Na Na Na, like all Did of these. Serhat right? Say Na Na Na. Yes, it was written by Serhat and Mary Susan Applegate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there is. I'm gonna say again, I feel like this is a really good year. Mm -hmm. And I think the first 10 songs that we listened to did not inspire a lot of, you know, yeah. uh, passion for me. But these past few weeks that we've been doing the mm -hmm. podcast again, I've just been like, no, there are a lot of people who are here to have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are here to have fun and to do the song and who are excited about doing the song. Yeah, that I think that, I think you can feel a lot of passion for the song for most people. I think that is 
Um, I think that's very noticeable about this year. I think, yeah, all of the artists, I get the impression that they care about their own song. And I think even even um, Tomta does, you know, does care for this song. Uh, it's, I don't think it's fair to say, like, there's no enthusiasm or passion in it. But it is, it is, like I said, noticeably more crafted in the way that, like I said, it's, it's ironic to see in the video have people actually welding because I'm like, yeah, you're putting together a song out of the barest building blocks that you need. It also sounds like the kind of song that, you know, like builders on their scaffolds listen to. Because they have the radio radio on and you walk by and like, don't y'all have like Spotify playlists of songs that you like? Mind you, walking past a a building site is when I realized that Lady Gaga's applause actually does slap. (laughs) I was walking down the street and I heard it and I was like, it's really good when I'm hearing it from like loudly across the street. That sure. I was like, I don't like this song, and then I heard it, I was like, you know what? I no, this is great. <laughs> just out in public, I'm like, yes. So what was with those two dudes who were just covered in lube? I don't know what what was what was it? I I don't know. Was it supposed to be honey? Because I don't know. It just looked like it was just lube. I got like a shower gel kind of vibe from it. Oh, but there or were like, no suds. Or egg. I don't, egg. Ugh. It looked nasty. It looked nasty. Um, it's it full was of not... nasty aesthetics. I don't know what they were doing. Uh, just, you know, just being being artsy and weird, I guess. Um, yeah. Being like, we've got a very conventional banger. We're going to put some, like, artsy aesthetics here. We're going to dress in yeah, but it's more like, outlandish, you know, the... quote-unquote, fashion. Like, yeah, but it's like the Balenciaga trash yes. chic that I think is just... Has it? It isn't even that all old, and I already think it's overplayed. So it's always so you know, kind of repugnant to put a huge price tag on something that is you know, an aesthetic of the lower class. Of right? People. No, it is. It is looking at this. You're like, this all looks expensive. This all looks, it looks expensive, like... but yes. it's like cheap mm-hmm. aesthetic yeah i get what you're saying I, uh, that always kind of skeeps me out well um do you have any idea what countries we still have left <laughs> no do, do you have any idea which countries we have left belarus we've done belarus we've... that was uh yes you're gonna like it oh uh no fucking clue we have not gone to azerbaijan azerbaijan Ooh, are they coming with uh a banger this they year. are. Um, they are being represented by uh, Chingiz Mustafayev. Yes. And thank you. His song "Truth." Truth. Now, what bangs more than the truth? The truth is the truth lap. It's the. It's the. Yeah. It, I mean, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> the truth is the nothing, truth lap. What? Nothing slaps harder than the truth. Put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> and send it to us, please. Uh, it'll be in our merch store. What? <laughs> Nothing slaps harder than the truth. Uh, but to find out if Chingis's truth slaps harder than anything else, um, let's have a listen to Azerbaijan's entry for Eurovision 2019. It's truth. Oh, 
is the truth about this song? Is it a banger? Yes. Does it slap? Yes. Do I like it? No, not okay. really. Why, why is that? Yeah, I mean, it's a song I've heard before. Okay. I, it's again, like, it's not something that I read as being particularly original uh-huh. or fun. Sure. I'm not I'm not having fun with this song. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Playing it very straight. Not not straight in a straight way, but like just playing it straight. There's no not really a wink in this. There's not really like a a fun bent to it. No, it is it is quite it is quite self serious. It's yes. quite self serious and I don't think that it deserves to be that self serious. It's not so special that it is yeah, like... No, I want this to... Yeah, I, I need this to also have a more playful angle for it to be fun. Because if someone is singing Shut Up, then I want them to be at least kind of cocky. And yeah. at, at, at best, yeah, also there needs to be an element of self-ridicule, I think. Because it's like, it's... It's a, it's a, it's a, it's weak to cry out, shut up at someone else, you know, yeah. in a way. So I need that to be acknowledged a little bit and I don't think they're doing it. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, it's, it's taken itself too serious and Ching is also kind of wants to prove that he's a serious musician. I'm like, you've got a banger here. Lean into the fact that you've got a banger and like have f- fun with it and show us that it's, Having, that you're having fun instead of like going through the motions. Yeah, this is another person who is trying very hard to be cool, mm-hmm. and I and it is therefore a little bit lacking in energy for me. Yes, this I said playing it straight, not in a straight way, but actually this is the kind of song that straight people fucking love. Okay, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't hate it. It's, yeah. it's you know, it's better than replay. Um, okay. I love the aesthetic of the music video. Oh yeah, I there's think some everyone good aesthetics in, in there. the music video looks really good. I'm sorry to bring D and D back up again, but it looks like he's a human, and everyone else is just like the different kinds of elves you see in D and D. Okay. There's a drow. There's high elves. There's actually I love like, the high elves. The high elves are so good. There's actually crick elves. If anyone listens to Mad Pod, who's the crick elf? The one who looks like Ninja from the Antwort. Um, not really, but you know, like low elf. There's um, I love the drow. The drow is yeah, that one. That's the drow. Her. Yeah. Oh, with like the the black light. Yeah, with the black. You know light. that would be a much better aesthetic for drow than the like. They have black skin and they're evil elves. Just giving them like purple and and black lighty makeup no, is so yeah. cool. Absolutely, such a cool and, idea. And know, I'm, I am taking role, that. Now there are dr- they are like in a drow city with a bunch of drow and like the way Matt Mercer describes the aesthetic in mm-hmm. it is just really really good but i think um, that's but, yeah. it's interesting i'm gonna i'm gonna remember that for if i ever use drought because i'm not a big fan um to bioluminescence and shit for underdark stuff i'm gonna remember that because yeah. that is actually a good good aesthetic and i like her eyes 
Yeah, but no. there's like Indian Indian D. If you are like an elf fan, there's a lot of different things you can do with elves. And say, saying that, like all of the all of the dancers and everyone else who is on show in the video are elves is a, is a good idea for for um, inspiration. Yeah, it's that's al fun. Also, always a good thing in Indian D when you describe like an old wrinkled elf because that's always a shock because they're basically immortal so yeah, if you yeah, yeah. see like an old elf uh -huh. that means they've been alive for like 10,000 years yeah, yeah, and that's, that's okay. always like a shock to your place you're, you're, you you're being like this elf looks about 40 you're like oh Whoa! yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, That's why they cast Hugo Weaving as a fucking elf in Lord of the Rings because he's still fucking mad about <laughs> it. Such a weird casting for an elf, but he's Elrond, the oldest man, so it makes sense. It makes sense. And then like, Sildur. why did they all look so masculine? The elves they really got like jawline stubble dudes to play elves. I'm like, no, they should all look like Legolas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even Legolas looks too masculine. <laughs> All elves are twinks. Anyway, enough about that. Back to the yeah, song. Yeah, um, uh, who's not a twink is Shingas. Ooh, no. Hello. You know, say what you want about the song, but he ain't bad to look at. He is not bad to look at. I like looking at him. The the just being like him in the... Just exactly the video from the Netherlands. I was so scared it was just gonna be except, the exact same video. <laughs> except he's a coward because he kept his pants on. Yeah, fucking coward. <laughs> uh, he also keeps his pants on on Instagram, but does take a shirt off at every fucking chance he gets. Good. Which is, you know, you know, I'm um, grateful for which that. Which is, that's, uh, that's just if anything, it's kind just of him. Prove that he is just another dumb physical creature oh nice there's a lot of hot dumb dudes this year and i, I mean i don't want to say people are like dumb because i don't know them but it's a vibe it's a vibe it's an aura yeah you know it, it, it's not like this is not about intelligence this is it's absolutely not about intelligence it, it's dumb is dumb hot is you know eye candy it's eye candy and it's it's nice to have um men as eye candy uh, exactly. in this year's Eurovision and to kind of objectify them and have them objectify themselves and that's what makes them dumb sluts because they're doing that to themselves. <laughs> Don't say dumb sluts! The thirst exists, um, but uh, is that enough to to go on for a song? Is this like very high in the rankings? Uh, so it, it, it shot up a lot uh, after rehearsals. Okay. Um, there's a pretty high concept stage show going on. Um, Although I am incredibly not impressed by the snippet I've seen, oh. uh, like we said, I feel like it's lacking in energy. I yeah. feel like there's a, a sense of going through the motions, um, and it's also just in the way that it's shot, there's a very static, stationary aspect to it that I'm like, I need this to at least have have more energy. And I think the dancers no... here really do bring it a lot of the yeah. time. They, they make big movements, which I really like, and they're very rhythmically... Yeah, it's good. This needs to be just... And he's he's moving camper. in the... Yeah. He's moving in the, the video, too. Like, he is... He is moving. But I don't think he's translating those movements to the stage, and I think that's what he has to do, because his, his energy in the video 
is is a good place to start from for this to work. Yeah, but um, you still have to ramp it up. That's the thing. If if this is gonna do well, then I want it to work because I've I didn't hate this song. It wasn't extremely popular, but it was like people said, yeah, like oh yeah, it's a decent enough banger, but eh. And then rehearsals made it rise. Sure. Yeah. Um. So, who's to say? Um. I don't want the contest to go to Baku again, and I don't. I don't think it's it's all mm. that good. Yeah. Um, it's it's okay. It's a good enough song to 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 dance to, um, but it's better as low top ten maybe that you know yeah low top that 10. we remember in years to come as like oh yeah this was kind of a banger like i could i could be okay with that i think it's more likely that that happens low top 10 or like 12 13 yeah ish you yeah. know but like again like if, if if it does come across well on screen uh that's always effective he's he's good to look at uh there's nice ideas uh they just need to kind of be be delivered well and um, I, I, I don't know. It, it's very surprising that this is now kind of up there, which is not what anyone thought. Mm. But hey, look, France is getting up there this week suddenly, so... Wild, who the fuck... I don't fucking remember how that song goes. Exactly. We do have one more song. Ooh. Oh my god, it's the last one! I know, I know. Aw, we should have a bottle of champagne. It's... No, we shouldn't, but... It is, uh, you said it was morning. We could have mimosas, but... We could have mimosas! <laughs> no, it's Sunday. All the stores are closed. We can't, uh, too get, late. we can't go get anything. Too late. Too late. But is it too late for love? Is it? Is it? Different song. Hear me! We're not going to hear uh, Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> now we have one more perennial Eurovision country. Perhaps the most Eurovision country we can we can think of. Um, we've got here one country that has already hosted Eurovision once, Azerbaijan, in Baku, in uh, 2012. Right. Uh, we had a country that has participated for the longest time without winning, Cyprus. And then we have another country that has come second place a lot of times, but has never won. Ooh. Huh? <laughs> And we'd really like to go, but we've never been. So let's find out if perhaps next year we might go to Malta. Malta, Malta, Malta! Yay! I love Malta! Malta I is really want to go to Malta. We were talking about this yesterday and I still couldn't like yeah. think of what country. I'm, I'm so bad at this. Malta is being represented by Michaela. She won the Maltese X Factor. And they gave her a song to sing. The song is called Chameleon. Oh, okay. Um, and funny enough, you might remember that Ira Losco's first song before she was given Walk on Water that year uh, was called Chameleon. Oh, she, really? she, um, she I won, don't remember she that. She won the multi-selection with a song called Chameleon, and then it was replaced by Walk on Water. because no one slapped so hard. Because no one liked Chameleon. And everyone liked Walk on Water. Everyone loved it that. Yes. Um, and so, finally, 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 Malta is actually sending a song called Chameleon now. Okay. So to hear if this is indeed also a bangerino, let's listen to Malta's entry for Eurovision 2019. This is Michaela Pace and 
chameleon. Spots, oh, which is chameleons are very, very cute animals. They're so cute. Oh my god! Yeah, you you can get me by just putting a cute animal. That works, doesn't it? Yeah, that does just work. Just put a cute animal in your video, and I'm like, yes, yes, little babies. (laughs) They're so cute. There could have been more chameleons in that. If, if that whole video had just been like cute chameleons. Just a chameleon walking down a Very branch, slowly yeah. and just like. I, um, so I really like um, the, the flower panel and her dress in the matching fabric. Yeah. Because, you know, chameleon. She's yeah, blending into the panel. Good. That's really nice. I like that in the music video. I think that's my favorite image because it's also like in... The, the the jungle setting. Sure. It's, My favorite like image it. is the little chameleon. Yes, I'm just saying, other than <laughs> the little crawling chameleons. No! Uh, They're so cute. Are there a lot of chameleons in, in Malta? I don't know. I don't... Because it... if there are, we have to go. Yeah, yeah. If they're just I mean, mind now? you, we probably won't see them. La, 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 la. Um. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, hey, she followed Serhat's advice. Say na na na. Yes. So she says na na. Yeah. This, she says this... na na, not na na na, which means yeah. she's one na. <laughs> one na away from Serhat. One na away from Serhat. Um, and she helps, uh, she and Serhat are single handedly responsible for making na the most used word in this year's Eurovision Song Contest. Amazing. Do you think they wanted to call this song Karma Chameleon? And then realized that that's already a song. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it's, well. Well. Um, it's not, she doesn't say karma chameleon. She says kama chameleon and then I'm a chameleon. Sure, sure, sure. But I mean, yes, yeah. culture club. Um, culture club. Sure. Of course. Yeah, of course. How many other songs do you know that feature the word chameleon? It's an obvious association. <laughs> I think I know some... It sounds familiar, the word in song. I think there's like a Gnarls Barkley song because all of their songs were about like transforming sure. and yes, stuff. Sure, yes, yes. Um, I like this song. Mm-hmm. She looked a bit bored in this video. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I, I think she wasn't really... I think there's another attempt at you know Coolness. being cool because um, I don't I, I, I don't I don't think so I think there's I think energy she, here. There's energy here because you can hear it in her voice. Mm-hmm. Her voice is very good and like she really puts you know the passion for the song in her voice. But then her face in the video is kind of 
passive. I think she's had, she has moments where she's smiling, though. She has some, moments, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not the whole time, but mostly, like, the last part of the video where There's she's also, like, kind of yeah. dancing, but her face isn't really changing. Yes. And I'm like, oh, that's not really... There's a lot of posing also in this. Um, the, the three music videos we've watched here have very similar elements. Yeah. They're all, uh, yeah, they all feature, like, a, a cast of... Posing background people. people or dancers who all look interesting and have uh, yeah something going on good faces like models yeah, it all features like... models and it's there's a lot of posing and modeling and uh, but, the but energy comes yeah I know you, you have to have well except you... that it's a banger and like sure, have people sure. dance to your well banger. I mean they will dance on stage of course so. of course of course no worries about that but I just don't want every music video to be an H&M commercial. <laughs> sure, yes, I get what you're saying. You know, um, this, this song does make me happy. Like, this song does make me happy. I think... This is, I think, yeah, this could be in the top five and I'd be happy about it's, that. It's, it's self-empowerment, you know, and I... Uh, that That's the whole idea. It's overcoming whatever that... Without it being really intense, it's just kind of a nice song about... How how she's able to accepting yourself and yeah. moving and just being like no I'm I I'm gonna adapt. I'm gonna adapt and be fine yeah which is nice I I yeah uh, it makes me happy and I it's not exactly be the hero be the rainbow na 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 but of course you know. no um but I mean you know not everyone can be as wise as Sarah Hat <laughs> give out his personal phone number <laughs> yeah this is fun I like the color. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. It's colorful. It's colorful, it says which is nice. Technicolor, and I'm like, yes, come on, give me any like yeah burst of color. I I yeah, we are Technicolor is. We are Technicolor. Sorry, my Maltese accent Your came Maltese. through there. They've never won. No. Wow, Malta has been really bringing it a lot. Malta so is I a think good this Eurovision is, country, I and it's weird that they've never won. They're doing really well with this. Um, this is a good entry. Mm. It's youthful. Yes. Because she is, she's young. Um, but it is, that's good. Malta is always quite youthful. We've said yeah. it before, the Maltese songs seem built more for teenage girls than for any other audience. Yeah. And which is good because you know that. who watches Eurovision besides gay men? Teenage girls. Yeah, they're a major demographic that is not to be underestimated um and whose voting power in the least is not to be underestimated. I think it's very enjoyable. It's really yeah, it's, it's really song. fun. And I I just like And that's what I want in Eurovision. I, I just want to have I like fun. A, a young colorful performance a lot of young like energy and i'm like yes and i don't want there is no um arrogance also yeah there's no like because thinking of thinking of other young swagger young energy i'm thinking of Zena from belarus yes you're gonna like it yeah. and there's a lot of arrogance there because it's yes you're gonna like it um, is he gonna like it? Just, just lyrically, that that implies an arrogance, and this is this is not at all. It, it's just very positive. It's very positive. I like. I really like it when songs are able to just keep it positive. Mm -hmm. um, about the youthfulness, mm -hmm. of course. I like everyone likes a youthful song that's not 
issue but i'm what i've what has been kind of not bothering me but uh, like if you see serhat mm-hmm. and he's like the oldest contestant yeah, this yeah. year i would like there to be more of an i don't want this to be a, a teen bop contest mm-hmm. you know sure yeah a lot of like the there has to also be a room for less modern or less youthful mm-hmm. songs to be able to win that's a good point we are here in in the bangerini episode with with cur- songs that currently would do well on the radio and that is what what um what helps upgrade the the reputation of the song contest to something to be taken seriously is is songs that you could genuinely hear on your your spotify discover list if you listen to uh, yeah. music like this and if you listen to radio tracks this is this is music like that um and that that helps with the credibility for a lot of people but i think a, a diversity um as was the slogan uh before celebrate diversity is still, is still something we need to do we still yeah, need diversity to, in age diversity also. in age diversity in musical styles what what has always been fun about eurovision is yeah it is that diversity it the is fact a, that there are like weird old uncles yeah, singing and it is and, like, a family show you know it is it is for all ages are watching it um, yeah i always also just the the cult of youthfulness in our culture where being young is like the most important thing mm-hmm. Um the older I get the more annoying Rich. I find it. Okay. Um it's it's not bothering me this year but what bothers me is that the most loved songs are also the most useful songs. And that's well, maybe because they're it, the it, most it, modern and contemporary. It, it has like, to do with the fact that a, a a large part of the the audience who who does follow Eurovision is quite young a lot a lot of fandom always is sure. so when you see a lot of conversation it will be from a more youthful perspective um and i think i mean even even without that yes um the youthful songs probably get the most traction because um they are energetic you know um yeah but you know what else is energetic say no 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 yes, 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 yes. and i mean of course i just really want serhat to win <laughs> guys Vote for Serhat. Do it for me. Do it for Serhat. Do it for yourself. Do it for your lover. Do it for your lover. Just do it for your lover. Um, is that it? Those are all 41 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest. Wow. Wow. We did it. We really did it. We really did it in like three weeks time. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You've been editing like a madman kind of ignoring our real job that we have and so have I to be honest <laughs> we need to get to work um yeah isn't there just one more song well okay so i mean we started uh halfway talking about it because of the drama um the drama originally uh ukraine was also going to be in the eurovision song contest this year they had to withdraw um but their song is still out there and so as we've done in the past, um, I still want to listen to the song that's not in the competition, but that was, you know, originally going to be. The song that got disqualified or had to, you know, be removed from the contest for whatever whatever reason. 
it's fitting because it is also uh, belonging to the category of the bangerini. That's good. And so, I mean, you know, we, we could ask the question, how would this have fared in this year's Eurovision? It doesn't really matter. We won't know. Um, we just want to do an honorable mention. But let's honorably mention uh, Ukraine. It is Maruv and Siren Song. Siren Song is so good. Would have been uh, another song not to have the title of the song sung in the song. Oh, okay, cool. But that is that is the title of the song. Give me it. So for our uh, our final uh, listen here, this is Ukraine with Maruv and a Siren Song. You've got like your extreme lesbian dominatrix aesthetic. You're literally like holding another girl's ponytail, and then you say, "Love me, boy." I know. That's <laughs> fucking excruciating to yeah. me. Um, the first thing I tweeted when I first heard this was, "Oh, she said, boy, never mind." Yeah. <laughs> so. Sexual. I know. Oh my god. That. I. Hey, listen. Shameless. Like, it. I'm. Yeah, I'm the last one to, you know, hate on anything for being too sexual. This is a little too sexual for me. It would have been, uh. It would have been something. I would have gotten kind of uncomfortable about it. This is a family show. Right. It would have been a little out of place. Um. I. I, No, I love it. But it wouldn't. it, It wouldn't. I don't want to shame things be, anyone. I love things being controversial, and I mean, Hatria running around in their bondage gear. Yes. So, yeah, like, like, I'm not. I love this for being so sexual. I love this for making me a little uncomfortable with right. how, it's, it's how so, sexual it is. It's so forward, right? She's it's literally just like, putting her stiletto heel on the ponytail girl's ass. Why is the ponytail girl like the? The one who, the only one who is being like dominated by her. Presumably because she has the ponytail that you can grab onto. (laughs) It's very hot. Like, I'm not, I'm not unattracted. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Certainly. I would, you know, I would let her grab onto my ponytail, which I I don't have, but, you know, I'd grow a ponytail for her. I too am weak, and, you know, I mean, thanks for saying boy, I guess. So I, so I do, I do feel like I'm. Being included a little bit. Yeah, but uh, she, uh, like, men get pegged. The, the, um, you heard it here, you did not hear it here first, folks. It's been a meme for a while, but men get pegged, and this is a song for men to get pegged too. What's the meme? The meme is women be shopping and men get pegged. Okay. <laughs> Listen, normalize pegging. Is this the note you want to end on? Yes. That's the, that's, that, you want that to be your final words before I throw you in your grave? <laughs> You're gonna fully murder me right now? Yeah. 
I don't know if this is the note I want to end the podcast on. This is a weird song to end a podcast on because I, it uh, like actively makes me uncomfortable with how fucky it is. Absolutely. It, it is fucky. It, it is, is so fucky. She put her whole leggy up. For as much as we were talking about elves before, this is... She's a tiefling. This is a tiefling song, yes! And she is incredibly fucky. She's so fucky! I, I love that. It's just, it, it is so, it's not sexy, it's sexual. Yeah. And it is kind of sexy. It is but kind it is, of sexy, it but It is just it's... so, like, this song is about sex. This okay? song is about fucking. <laughs> it's not even about sex, it's about fucking. That is true. It, yeah. It, Yikes, guys. It's hilarious. It's just so much. Yeah. I, I would have loved to see this. Um, alas. We have, we have. I, w- I would have loved to see this in you know the bar where we. Yeah, see no, it's, watch it, Eurovision. It's, again, like we say, she says "boy," and yet it, it has such a such queer energy for obvious reasons. Um, it's she might as well have instead of you know grabbing the guitar at the end, she may as well have put on a whole strap on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, here at the end, uh, we are gonna make it explicit that this song is about pegging your boyfriend. Guys, that's gonna do it for us this Eurovision season. I don't know what else to say. This is such a weird note to end the podcast on, but you know, we gotta end it on something. It's true. We do have to end it on something. And I do not want to keep talking about this, so might as well, huh? Well, uh, folks, that's going to do it for this episode. Um, tune in next time as we take uh, another very short uh, tour through the songs of this year and try and figure out very briefly uh, what we think will do well, what we've forgotten. Uh, and we will look at the first semifinal on our next episode so that we can have a little chat without ending it on this bizarre note. Yeah, guys. Now now I feel like we have to put out more content because, you know, I can't end it on this. I can't. Um, follow us on SoundCloud and on Twitter. That is at Eurodivision. Um, let us know if there's anything that we uh, still need to mention about songs that we've talked about um, so that we can make some final adjustments and some final things that need to be said. Tune in next time and thank you for listening. Good night, Europe. Good night, Europe. Vote for Serhat. Vote for Serhat.